Okay, it's Wednesday, so you know what that means, right? It's Word of the Week. So what we're going to talk about today is frost and freeze. And I thought long and hard about splitting these two words up because it's word of the day, not words of the day, but I just can't. Frost and freeze just goes together. I think we can all agree on that. But one of the things I promised whenever I said I was going to do the word of the week is to take something really complicated and simplify it. Okay, so frost basically has a lot to do with moisture. So you have the dew on the ground, and you know when you walk out first thing in the morning and your feet just get all wet, that's dew, D-E-W. What happens is when that condensation, you know, like you have a, a glass of tea with ice in it on a hot summer day, you're sitting outside and it starts to collect moisture on the outside, that's condensation. Well, what happens is when the temperatures get cold enough, then that goes from, instead of going directly from a, a gaseous state, in other words, like a vapor, and then it hits something cold or hot, then it turns into a liquid form. That's condensation, right? Well, before that can happen, when the temperatures are low enough, then it will turn into a frost, so it crystallizes, and that is what frost is. Okay. Now, if you look at freeze, freeze can be really complicated as well. There's a hard freeze. There's a killing freeze. There's lots of different definitions of freeze. Uh, when I went through the Master Gardener's class, the uh, instructor told us that anything that gets down to 32 degrees, not 32.2, not 32.5, not 32.7, but We've talked about this many times on the podcast. There are microclimates. So some spots in your yard because of a building or because of some other sort of protection, it may not get to 32 degrees in that one spot. So I believe that's why it's gotten so complicated because they tried to oversimplify it. So they will say uh, if temperatures get down to 28 degrees for more than so many hours or below 20 degrees for so many hours, that's how they overcomplicate it. But basically that plant that cannot take it, and it all has to do with the plant and the hardiness of the plant. Is it cold hardy? There you have hot hardy plants and you have cold hardy plants. But if that plant can't take it, not even for a second, temperatures being even below 40 degrees, it depends on the plant. There's no way around it. You need to do the folios and find out what plants can take it. Like I have citrus trees that I move in and because I just don't want to chance it because they're in containers and I can move them in. I move them in. And there's other plants that I have in the ground, like my Shasta daisies, my oregano, lots and lots and lots of plants that they just form these little crystals on them. And then the sun comes out, it warms everything up and the crystals disappear and the plant's fine. Just keep in mind that they'll say a killing freeze or a hard freeze. Generally, that just means it's just the temperature. It doesn't have anything to do with whether or not something is encased in ice, encased in water that has turned into ice. This has to do with the temperature. A killing freeze simply means it will kill plants, certain plants. There's other plants it will not kill. So <laughs> what's the best way to, to tell that? Just go out and look at your plants, right? The frost has to do with, with the dew, a D-E-W, the, the watery stuff that comes on the ground first thing in the morning. That has to do with the frost. And it will crystallize before it can turn into a, a liquid form. 
that's frost. And you can see the little crystals on your plants. That doesn't mean that it's going to die. It depends on the plant. And then you have the uh, freeze, and that has to do with the temperature. When the temperature falls below or at 32 degrees or below in that spot, whatever that little microclimate is, it's a killing frost if it kills that plant. It's as simple as that. Now, you know, I'm always saying, go look it up for yourself. And I highly recommend that you do. But I'm just telling you, this is kind of a rabbit hole. You can go in, down this rabbit hole and you can really get bogged down by a lot of the details. Now, I don't live in an area where we get really hard freezes. To me, a hard freeze is when the ground freezes, but that's my take on it. That's my opinion. A hard freeze is when it's really cold for a long period of time. Like I would say more than a few minutes, you know, it's cold for many hours or many days for, and it's just for a long period of time. That is a hard freeze. Again, I really believe they tried to oversimplify it, which makes it harder to understand because they don't want to go into the explanations of microclimates. Like this little area right here is protected for whatever reason from the temperatures, Whatever reason that is, it could be up next to a house or it could have a layer of protection. Something's growing over it. I've seen that many times where a plant has fallen over and it's dead, but it fell over and it was protecting whatever's underneath it. And so it had like an insulation effect, right? It was like you laid something over it, only it's kind of spiky and spindly and sticky. And you know, when I say sticky, I mean sticks. And then inside of that area, there is air that is staying warm because the ground is warmer. Okay, so that, that's going to do it for Word of the Week Wednesday. That is frost and freeze. But I do want to remind you that you can go grab the folio. It's free at NanetteBlair.com forward slash folio. If you want to know which ones of these plants will take it and won't take the frost or the freeze or whatever, then uh, you can go grab that. It's at NanetteBlair.com forward slash folio. F-O-L-I-O. Okay. All right. Until next time. Bye for now.